How do we balance family life while building a business? Today, my guest Kelly Lorenzen is a friend and business colleague I met about four or five years ago. I immediately loved Kelly. Her passion and energy for business and life is contagious. She has a passion for helping fellow entrepreneurs and small business owners succeed. Her business is called KLM. They help start, grow, and sustain small business through consulting, marketing, and project management. If you're an entrepreneur or a business owner that needs to duplicate yourself, Kelly's your gal. I've been coaching entrepreneurs for a long time now, and there's something that comes up again and again, especially for women. How do I juggle all the things? How can I grow a business I love while being the mom and wife that I want to be? If that's you, you're going to love this conversation. I've observed that Kelly brings a lot of intention to all the different areas of her life. And if something isn't working, she's not afraid to change it. She keeps her bigger goals in life at the forefront of her actions. And it's about making choices very deliberately to make sure her life reflects those commitments. It's not about doing it perfectly. It's about doing it with a great deal of heart and intention. If you're on your way to doing this in your life, this episode will affirm and inspire new ideas. And rest assured, if you're just getting started making important changes in your life, know that our conversation, if it sounds like it's easy, it takes work, but the kind of work that you are cut out for. Because if I know something about you, you want to live life fully to maximize this experience of life. Kelly generously shares some great ideas about how she juggles her commitments to family life while growing a business, specifically things like mindset, enjoying the journey, what she does to switch gears from the many different roles that she plays, and how seasons of her life require different things and so much more. Wherever you're listening today, be on the lookout for that one thing you needed to hear today. I'm Carla Reeves, and this is Differently, the Lifepreneur Podcast. I'm a hyperachiever turned lifepreneur, and after a decade of coaching ambitious leaders, I'm convinced we are far closer than we realize to what we deeply desire, and it's a willingness to do differently that can change everything. This podcast is for the everyday leader ambitious for a rich, out-of-the-box life. This is your weekly nudge and reminder to take a risk to build a life that is uniquely bold, authentic, and in alignment with your deepest values. Hey, Kelly, welcome to Differently. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, so why don't you start? So I guess for people listening, um, Kelly and I met, gosh, is it like three or four years ago now? Yeah, maybe five. Yeah, we met at a... It feels like, it feels really like yesterday, but... <laughs> it does. It's so true. Um, we met at a co- really neat co-working space in uh, Phoenix, um, where there were a lot of different women business owners. And you and I and uh, Heather, if you're listening, um, we all kind of gravitated pretty quickly together and did some brainstorming and just got to know each other and have continued those relationships uh, over the years. And I'm really grateful for that. So 
Kelly, why don't you start with your your story? Like where give people a sense of um, the business you have today and the things that you're juggling in your life alongside that. Sure. I own a company called KLM Consulting Marketing and Management. We are and marketing and and project management firm. Uh, Typically, our clientele are small business owners, entrepreneurs, or family-owned businesses. So we help them with the juggle. (laughs) We help them, like you talked about, the juggling. What what are they juggling and what balls are are being dropped and what can they do uh, themselves and then what can they they don't have to do, then they would outsource to us. So we could be an outsource marketing firm, outsource project management firm, or maybe they just need another uh, ear, another entrepreneur's ear, you know, uh, so we do a lot of consulting. They just, you know, they feel alone, kind of siloed in their, in their own business. And we really become that, it's okay. You know, 20 years of, of entrepreneurship, I can tell them it's going to be okay. <laughs> we just have to keep moving. So, so it, it, I started the business because I, in all my other businesses, I always needed another ear. I always needed somebody to help me with projects and I always needed marketing and I could never find the perfect combination of somebody that who had an entrepreneur's brain, who had a marketing brain and could help me with whatever projects at whatever certain time. So when I was thinking about what I was going to do next, I said, why don't I just start a company that does all of that, that I wished I had in all those other businesses. So it's become this really cool uh, master plan that I wasn't planning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And uh, it's morphed into you know, a really good community uh, of people that I surround myself with that help each other. And, and I just get to be a part of that. So that that's what I do. <laughs> How great is that? Okay, I want to dive into a couple things you said, but what else are you juggling in your life? Because I know you are. <laughs> I have um, a husband and he's a fireman and he also does electrical and construction consulting. So helping him uh, start and grow businesses along the way. Uh, this is his third. And uh, I have two children and I do a lot of philanthropy work in the community and uh, on purpose. So, um, you know, so a little bit of everything. Yeah. And you do like every time I see you on Instagram, I think you're, you're with some community of people doing something like you do a lot of that. So also, um, just mention your podcast and what you're doing there. So I have a, yeah, I have a radio show, uh, that becomes a podcast on business radio X. I, I, started that to, I I think that if we surround ourselves with people that we know, like, and trust, our lives are better, (laughs) our community's better. So I bring, I highlight a client and then I bring on two other people in the community that I think they need to know each other so that if we, if we do business again, if we create these communities, I just think we all thrive and on all do better. So I do that as well. (laughs) 
so beautiful. So go back and tell us, like, did you, did you see yourself as an entrepreneur, like growing up? Were there, were there clues anywhere along the way that you would be an entrepreneur or um, did you always know that? I, I am sure, uh, you know, there, there were clues to my parents, uh, in high school. I, I thought I was going to be a philanthropist, <laughs> I did, mm-hmm. but somebody along the way told me I needed money for that. <laughs> so I am still striving to, to do that as my job. <laughs> um, but I, I did want to give back. I, I thought I would maybe run United Way or something, uh, and then got into college and saw the entrepreneurial side of things, the small business. So I ended up graduating with small business entrepreneurship and communications, which ended up being exactly perfect for what I've done all these years. Uh, my parents were entrepreneurs and uh in the medical profession so i and actually my grandma was too she owned a a hair salon and she worked till she was 70 something so it it was in the genes as they say and uh and i've always liked you know doing things the way i like to do them so it works perfectly Well, I can see that thread of philanthropy, like in your business, even though it maybe it doesn't look exactly like you envisioned at that time, but I can see that thread and I can see that thread, like getting bigger and bigger and bigger in your work. And so are you, are you a solopreneur? You've, you have somebody on your team now or multiple people on your team now. Is that right? Yeah, I, I have an assistant and another consultant, a web developer, and a content writer, uh, and we just keep growing and growing to accommodate and and help more and more people. I feel like the more I can, we can sprinkle out there, you know, the love for small business. We can give them a fighting chance at success. So that's my I goal. You do, you do have a love for small business. I, I feel like that shines so bright in what you're doing. So, Kelly, you and I were talking about um, before we hit record. You know, I've been hearing a lot of things inside of my coaching calls, like, you know, recently, but also over the years of just juggling. Like I coach a lot of people that are probably your, like your clients and like both you and I, right? We're entrepreneurs. We have families. We're wives. We're juggling a lot of things. We have a great deal of passion and drive for our business, but we also have a desire and a commitment to, um, to be a a mom in the way we want to be and be a wife and have a family and be committed in that side of our life too. And it's a, it's a, it's a juggling act and it's a constant, you know, being intentional and being mindful. And at least it has been for me. And I think from what you've said, it has been for you too. And I'd love to just dive into some of those challenges and how, um, how you have overcome those and, you know, um, how I've overcome those too. Like we can just have a conversation that I think would really, um, impact my listeners. Um, just getting inside of, you know, it's like some of the things we don't always talk about, right? It looks like it's all put together on the outside, but I don't know about you, but for me, there's a lot happening on the inside over here to, um, to keep things working and flowing and, and feeling good while we're doing it. 
Absolutely. <laughs> there there are a lot of challenges and and hope. You hope that you learn something every time you have an experience. I was telling my daughter that this morning because she's running for a treasurer at, and she's in seventh grade and she just made the volleyball team. I said, I'm just proud of you for putting yourself out there and doing all these new experiences. I said, think of it like a new adventure that we're going on. Think of it as a new place that we're going to go travel to. And you just put yourself out there and you're excited to, you know, to jump in and experience something new. I said, who cares what the outcome is? You, The resiliency you're building, the experience and, and uh, confidence that you're building for just putting yourself out there. That's all that matters. Ah, oh, it's so good. And, and it's, we take it all so we can take it all so serious, right? And make it all so significant and feel like this idea of um, succeeding or failing can feel so big and significant. And, you know, like you as a parent, we can look back and be like, it's really not, it really isn't that, that serious or significant, but it's hard to see it yourself. And I, I forgot to say that I love that you created a business to solve a problem that you had and maybe realize that you were like, you were the solution for that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, but when they're little, I think kids, especially, and when we're in the middle of it, it feel whatever we're feeling, then that's the reality. So if, if our children are feeling that it's that serious, then it is that serious to them. The same as us. We may be going through a struggle. A, we may have had something traumatic. To us, it was traumatic. To somebody else that we tell the story to, it goes, Hey, I've been worse. You know, I've had worse. But that doesn't, it, that doesn't matter. What matters is whatever your reality is happening, that, you know, that's what it is for you. So don't take that away from yourself or, you know, or your children um, because somebody That's else so had true. something worse. It's so true. But sometimes being that, um, you know, having that person in your life that can help you think about it differently or see it a little bit differently to kind of loosen that up, right? So that we can see from different angles. And um, I love that. So what, Which Kelly, is what why you things- need a coach. <laughs> and a consultant for your team. business. Yeah, that's right. That's why. That's why. That's why we exist, right? Because people need others. We need others. We're humans. We need other people to hear our all our crazy, right? And go, okay, is this is this viable? Am I crazy? Is you know what is what am I feeling? Is this normal? Uh, we, I'm sure you get that, and I get that all the time. And and it's just you need that other ear that a you know that partner that's been there, done that, or that understands you and can say it's okay. Like I I tell new parents, I said, pick a theme for like the month or the year. I picked a, I picked a saying or a theme, (laughs) pick something like this too shall pass or something's got to give was my favorite when my second was born, you know, you, you, or it takes a village. You know, I, uh, recently I said, wait a second. We tell parents all the time. It takes a village to raise children. Why don't we say that to entrepreneurs? It takes a village (laughs) <laughs> to, to grow a to business, create a business, to <laughs> grow a business, right? So That's it's so the true. same thing. It's so true. 
Well, and I, I love the idea of a theme for the season. I think we always have that too. It's like sometimes it's moment by moment or day by day, right? There's just different seasons call for different mindsets, I guess. And this idea of, I mean, for a lot of leaders and entrepreneurs, sometimes they don't have that space they can go to, to like just empty their brain and let things be a little bit messy and just have an ear for somebody to just hear all of them, right? Because they're usually that ear for everybody. They're the leader. They have to kind of, you know, be holding everybody else together. And so for me, it's such an honor to be that space for people to, to have that because when they have that, then it's, they can, I don't know about you, but it's like they can empty all of that, but then they have the ability to kind of sort through and make better sense of it and choose more aligned actions and, and really get clear about what's important and what's not in the, the noise of their mind, right? Exactly. That's why I call my uh, sessions brain dump sessions, like just brain dump it all out to me. Right. What, yes. what all the things are you juggling? I want it all. Okay. Now what are you working on? What's going to make you money? Okay. And what things do you have on your plate? Now let's make a to-do list. Okay. Who can in your organization, who in your company or who on the outside, somebody like, you know, like us can, can take that off your plate to you keep going to do exactly what you're good at and what you love doing. Cause what is the point of starting a business? If you're not doing the things you love, you know, you get inundated with all the little minutia daily stuff when no, you need to stay big picture, stick to what you're good at and what you love doing and outsource the rest. That's my favorite motto. (laughs) Oh gosh. I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about that. Um, you know, as business owners, it's like, sometimes we've built it, we've created a business so that we have this flexibility and freedom in our lives. But then the business, you almost sometimes people become the employee of their own business And I had to just uh, give her a kick in the butt to say, she's getting ready to go on vacation. Like this is, and she was feeling guilty about taking the time away. And I'm like, this is why you built your business so that you can have the freedom and flexibility to step away. And we have to remember that. Um, So I know, Kelly, like one of my greatest barriers in building my business has been my own mind. And I have to do work on the daily really to make sure that that doesn't stop me from showing up the way I want to for my clients, for my family, for my business. What has been one of your greatest barriers in your business and how, what have you done to kind of, or what do you do to manage that? Yeah, I like I like how you say, you know, it's the mind. It takes a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of people around you, you know, get the help you need to get your I've had tons of coaches in all my different businesses so that they can hold me accountable so that they can help me with that mindset. Mindset's the biggest thing. It it if you well, mindset and a team If you are trying, if you don't have the right mindset and you don't have anybody around you, and that includes your kids, your spouse, everybody around you, if you don't have those two things, it's almost impossible, you know, not saying people don't do it, but they struggle tremendously 
the the good news is is if you can get the right mindset and you have the right team in place, you can do anything. It's so true because if I didn't have people around me who believed in me or saw something in me that I didn't see in myself, um, that you're right, it, w- it wouldn't be possible. So those two, those two together are super key. So what about when it comes to like your family and home life and your time management and what what have you struggled with there and what do you do to because I see you like you do that very part of your life very intentionally. Um, tell us a little bit about that. In my first business, I, I had a big real estate practice and it was taking over. You know, it was a 80, 100 hour a week uh, gig and my son was two at the time. Uh, and we had just in the last year before that, year and a half before that, we lost my husband's mom. Suddenly we were taking care of his whole family. And I saw the, you know, the writing on the wall. It was literally taking over to the point where uh, somebody was ringing my doorbell at nine something at night to ask me something, you know, a neighbor to ask me something about real estate. And at that point, that was my, that was like, no, Mm. time to be done. I can't, uh, you know, when they get to go to birthday parties, they get to go do things on the weekends, you know, and you don't get to go because that's when everybody's off. I, I just had to, I had to be done with it. You have to choose at sometimes you have to choose one or the other, you know, or change your life, change your business to accommodate both. So I, uh, I quit that business on purpose. And then same thing. Um, my, my old business partner says I, I do. I divorced her. I said, no, I just divorced real estate because <laughs> there's no way, <laughs> no way to separate this. <laughs> um, and then same thing when um, I had a retail and online e-commerce uh, and fulfillment house, uh, it was getting to the point we had built it up so much so that I had to be there nine to five Monday through Friday. And my husband was is a fireman. And it was trying, it was starting to get way too hard to have me have to be running and at a sales center Monday through Friday, nine to five. And I said, this isn't worth it. Time to go, time to switch it up. So you just have to, you know, you get to the point of like, if it's not working, change something. You know, nothing, I say nothing's permanent except for a a baby and a tattoo, (laughs) right? (laughs) So, yes. And obviously death, but, but, uh, so change it. So do something different. You know, uh, people, a lot of people make five year plans, 10 year plans, 20 year plans. Not me. I'm, what am I making? What am I doing this year? And what am I doing today to make sure that I'm happy, my kids are happy, and my spouse is happy, and my everybody's healthy? Mm. Right? If you're being intentional about that, uh, that makes a difference. So I was going to ask you, what value were those jobs rubbing up against for you? But I think you just said it. <sighs> yep. Yep. No, it's, not enough time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not enough time to do everything else that I, that I love doing. I mean, we love traveling. We love, 
I love getting to spend time with my kids. And now it's the weekends, you know, I, I carve out 98% of the time. Uh, I carve out weekends, you know, with no work on purpose to be, to have that time. So it's just, it's, you have to be disciplined because things, you know, can creep in. People want to take your time, you know, nights and weekends, mornings. Um, so you have to be real intentional about saying no, because you're saying, if you're saying no to this person, you're saying yes to your family, right? <laughs> I think that's, was that one of your lines? <laughs> um, you know, I think we've talked about close. that before, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, it it takes a lot of work. It's not it's not easy to to juggle, and it's not easy to oh, I'm letting them down if I if I don't go do that or if I don't help them or nope. You have to be structured enough and disciplined enough to say, I you know I will do that tomorrow when I'm back in the office. I will do that Monday when I'm back in the office. You know something like that. Yeah, it's those those boundaries and the little moments of just speaking. And I wonder for you, I know for people that I work with, and I know for myself, there were things that I had to overcome or let go of in order to make those different choices. Like I'm, you know, a recovering pleaser. And so where in the past, I would always just say yes, or feel like feel pressure, like I had to say yes, or I couldn't let somebody down or disappoint somebody else. And really, it's it's kind of challenging the idea that you're one responsible for their feelings, that you know how they're going to feel or how they're going to respond. And knowing that by you taking better care of yourself and your life that you can serve people better. You know, like I thought I was serving everybody by sort of compromising my own values and my own life and my own energy, but I really wasn't. I really wasn't serving people in the highest way that I could until I learned to take better care of myself and my own boundaries and my family. So what was that? Self-care is number, number one. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you what that was for you. Like, what was there something for you that you had to let go of for yourself, like a pleasing tendency or a um, identity or a I know for me, too, it's been I, I love to work. I love to work. And so it's very easy for me to work long hours into the night. And I have to remember that larger commitment that I have to my marriage and my family to, you know, to pull myself away. It is. It is. Especially when you're doing something you love, you're like, it doesn't even feel like work. Wait a second. It's like I just play. worked 12 hours today. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. For me, um, in the first business, it was money. Uh, I was, you know, I was making a lot, a lot of money and I was in my twenties. I mean, I was making just as much money as my parents in medical. Uh, you know, it was pretty insane. And I had, I mean, that was a huge, huge, uh, choice, uh, that most people probably wouldn't make because it's uncomfortable. Um, it's, it's not, it's not a good place to be, but when, you know, you see your, your baby growing up so fast and, and you're missing those moments, it, 
it changes things. I mean, my kids still say now, like, why are, why don't you go back to real estate? <laughs> we could be, <laughs> we could be making a lot more we money can. and doing a lot more things. <laughs> I'm like, because I wouldn't get to be here with you when I, when I wanted to, when I need to, and when I feel like it. So money was the first reason, uh, the second, so the second, third business, second one was, um, you know, was the medical practice with my family, helping them grow that, um, and again, getting sucked into the drama, <laughs> you know, and then it was, we were home talking about it and at work talking about it and home talking. And then it was too much blended. And I was like, no, 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 this needs to be, I need to be separated. Uh, so that had to change. Uh, and the third one, I, it was just, it was the time. And, and like you said, the identity of like, I can make this work. You know, we have grown this up so much. Like we had 900 referring doctors. I, you know, I can do this. And then it was like, this is silly. Like, but, but I took my husband saying, Hey, you know, this isn't working. Like I'm gone every third day. We're having to try to find sitters and all this chaos because just so you can be at the you know, shop because you're, because you want to make this, this business work, you know? So it sometimes takes other people saying to you, Hey, we got to look at this differently. Well, and it's true. Like, you know, you keep coming back to like this, knowing that something's not working or something's out of alignment. Right. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's really important to pay attention to that. I know for me, a lot of times when clients are feeling stuck or lack of motivation, or they just can't like, um, something's just off. It's because they're out of alignment with their own truth and values, right? They're not behaving in their life or operating their business or dealing with their family in a way that actually aligns for them. And it's pretty amazing when you get back into alignment with that, what is possible? And it sounds like you and your husband are aware of that enough to be like, you know what, this isn't working. And I I think for us too, my husband and I, it's been a constant creation in our life of like our work, both of our works together, how we're managing family, who's doing what. Um, and we're constantly looking for what works, what works now and what, what adjustments can we make to, um, increase the thriving in our marriage, in our home, in our kids. And I, I think that's what you said, but that's always like this compass that we're, we're looking to, to then align our actions today. Absolutely. And holding each other accountable, right? Saying that, and if you, and if it's not the spouse, it's your best friend, it's your coach, it's your, you know, business consultant, holding each other accountable to say that that's not working. You know, that's, that's not in alignment or this, this schedule (laughs) isn't working, but it's a constant, like being okay with change. Every entrepreneur, every business owner needs to be okay with change, you know, because we're always changing, uh, or need to be to keep up with, I'm, I'm constantly maneuvering. How do I feel? How do my kids feel? What's the best thing I need to do today? Um, 
you know, I mean, my why is, is raising good humans and helping humanity. Like if I'm not, if I'm not in alignment, if I'm, you know, not doing uh, a service to myself or my kids or, or small businesses, it doesn't feel good, you know? So you just have to keep changing it up till it does. How do you keep that commitment in front of you? Because what you're saying is so important and something that I work with clients on is having that larger kind of umbrella compass that you're or pillar in your life that you're heading towards that that really gives you it's not like a place to get to, but it's a place that guides your actions right here and now. And how do you keep that in front of you? Because I know for myself, sometimes I can go to sleep and wake up the next day and like, forget like who am I and what am I up to and I have to remind myself and so what is what has been that for you how do you keep that alive and in front of you well I think the constant learning constant you know I've taken well I've had coaches my whole life I've had I surround myself on purpose with others that are good teachers of, of things that I need to know, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. organizations. I, I, uh, conscious capitalism, Arizona is one that I'm on the leadership team for. And they talk about higher purpose all the time and really getting into the nuts and bolts, like really figuring out what your why is and what your higher purpose is. Those are perfect compasses, you know, you're like, why am I on this earth? Why, you know, what can I do to make a difference? Or what, what is my legacy that I'm leaving? If you are constantly thinking about what am I, you know, that those are easy compasses. Then if you have defined your why and you've defined your higher purpose, it's, you know, you can stick it up on your board, you know, in your, in your, on your mirrors, you can, uh, but, but once you really know it, then it, then it's, uh, an easy, it, you know, I, I say easy because eventually it becomes easy, but in the process, it's, you know, it takes a lot of everyday motivation, right? What do you, what are you thankful for? I'm sure you, do, you know, tell clients journaling and what are you thankful for? And what are you working on today to change that? And, you know, to do those things. Uh, my coach is like, okay, what vacation do you have coming up? Because she knows that's my driver, <laughs> you know, to keep going. Yeah. And for people listening, like what I hear you saying, Kelly, is like, it's really about, you know, your focus And it's really about making sure that you're in conversation and um, putting inside your brain all of these things that really align you to this um, life that you're creating and building. And because the mind can so quickly derail you. So it's really important to have these structures in your life that really support you creating and building the life that you want to build. yeah. So let's. Real, I, and I think that's. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I think that's really important for people to know. This is not something that happens overnight. This is not something like, oh, if you're not doing it, you're then that's too bad for you. You know, something like. But they like I've I like I said, get the coaches you need. 
have the people around you that know better, that have been there, done that, right? Surround yourself with those people. I'm constantly seeking out like who else, who else, you know, trauma, um, energy people, like what, you know, everybody I surround myself with is our, our coaches and those types of people so that I can continue to learn and continue to be reminded, right? <laughs> mm, I'm so glad you brought that up because it is, it's not... I think sometimes when you want to change your life, it can feel so grand and massive and overwhelming. And it it is, it's not a quick fix. It's not an overnight thing. It is a marathon, but it doesn't, it also lives in the little tiny moments. So you don't have to wait to start doing it. You can start doing it right here today by just paying attention and noticing those little moments of choice that we have every day. And if you just start doing differently, haha, um, just a little bit in those moments, it's pretty amazing what can happen and what can become possible um, when you just start making little tiny changes. And those over time ripple to the bigger changes that you you want to make. They sure do. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> okay. So let's let's talk for a minute about marriage. Um, Something that has been coming up a lot in conversation is I, I feel like there's this um, kind of trend in the culture where a lot of times the women are the breadwinners or the entrepreneurs in the family, and that's creating a new dynamic inside of marriage. Um, and so I'm curious, like, how do you keep your marriage thriving? What has been really instrumental in that part of your life? Because I don't know about for you, but for me, if that part of my life is working and thriving, it, it fuels everything else. And if it's not, it also fuels everything else. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> You're dead on with that one. That's <laughs> uh, for sure. Well, that's they're your person. Right? Your spouse is your, your person. person. They are. And and if that's not working, you know, or you're it's and it's the same for me with the kids. If that relationship isn't working or something's off with them personally, ugh, everything else just feels, you know, hard. Off. Um off, right. So um consistently having dates. So every week we try to find some time to have a date uh, is one. Um, two is seems so silly, but when I was in, uh, I think I was in college, I had an older philanthropist lady that we used to go down to South America and do volunteer work for. And she was uh, telling somebody, and it really, and it, I still remember it, telling some other woman, Oh, your husband, you need more attention from your husband. Just get all dolled up and go out. <laughs> it sounds silly, but, That's but awesome. I have stuck, but I've stuck with that because if you're showing up how you feel good about yourself, mm. right? If that means dressing up, if that means, you know, doing your hair and putting on lipstick and going out with your spouse, then do that. For me, I constantly am working at how do I look, what, you know, I'm going to get dressed up and go out on a date with him, right? Because we're still dating. That needs to, <laughs> that's a big one. Um, showing up how you want, I mean, show up how you show up to everybody else, 
in the world. It, you know, mm. it's, it's a lot of work <laughs> because you, they're your a- person. So you feel like you can just dump on them and you can just be whatever, but you have to be reminded. And now I have children who remind me, <laughs> you have to be nice to dad. <laughs> <laughs> they're good accountability partners too, right? <laughs> <laughs> they're the best accountability partners. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's intentionality. It is intentionality. It's intentionality everywhere. I mean, because if you think about it, like we, we want like a a happy, thriving marriage. But if you, if you want that, then you have to be willing to look at how, instead of wanting to look over there at them and what they're doing or not doing, you have to be willing to look at yourself and say, am I showing up in a way that creates a healthy, thriving, romantic, passionate, um, you know, marriage. And that's so true. Like just the simple things of, are you, you know, are you always in your cozies or your pajama pants <laughs> or are you, cause there, there have been times where like I get out to get ready to go to a business meeting. And I remember my husband saying like, wow, you look great. Like, how come I don't get that? And I'm like, well, we, we need to go out. Like we sometimes get in a rut of not doing things like that. And so that is so important. You know, we're dressing up for others. We're, we're treating others in a certain way, but are we reflecting that back to the most important person in our home, our spouse? Because you're right. If that relationship is off, it, it ripples to everybody. And yes, I think, I think intentionality is, is definitely the theme here, Kelly. Even on, it's funny, even the kids laugh because even when he calls from the station on Zoom, I mean, on Zoom, on FaceTime, I, you know, I'll have my hair all up back, right? Because I'm doing, and I like put my hair down, <laughs> put my ponytail in, right? Like, uh-huh. it's just the little, those little tiny things of like, you know, I want to look cute when I go to the gym with you or whatever. Like it, there's, you know, what am I doing? And, and if I'm asking something of him, then I sure better be doing it myself. That's right. That's right. And I know, I don't know about this for you, but for me, in order to take care of our marriage, I've had to learn to set down work. And that doesn't just mean shutting the computer down and like being next to him or doing something together but it's also been learning to shut down my mind because there have been plenty of times where I have been with my husband, but not really been with him because I'm like thinking about the to-do list or what I need to be doing next. And so that's, that's been a practice for me too. There's, I've heard, um, I had a, uh, somebody say that, and I really liked this, you know, people that come home, let's say they're coming home to their spouse from work is stopping in the garage or stopping before they enter the house, taking a big deep breath and then walking in that changes things, right? It's like, now I'm going to be a wife. Now I'm home or even from like, from my office, you know, standing in the doorway, changing, changing gears, right? Going from on zoom and having my meetings all day, I'm going to put my ponytail in because that means now I'm a mom 
And then mm-hmm. if I'm going out, okay, now I'm going to put my lipstick on and my cute clothes because now I'm a wife. So it's just even practices, little practices, little things that, uh, that make, that helps your mind shift, right? That help you shift gears. That is, that's so powerful. I love those simple ideas. It's, um, in Brendan Burchard's, um, high performance habits. He talks about these transitions in our day that you're talking about. Like we have so many in our day, like just from waking up to going to work to like you said, a zoom meeting, and then maybe meeting a friend for lunch or whatever it is. And that we lose tons of energy in those transitions because we manage them poorly or don't manage them at all. But it just takes a moment, like you said, of just taking a breath and making that transition so that you can shift into that role and be intentional about that role. So beautiful. Okay. So we could talk all day, Kelly. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We totally could. And we do often. (laughs) So um, tell everybody about how they can find out more about you, your work, your, um, your radio show, And yeah, if there's anything else that we didn't hit on that you want to be sure to share. Sure. Uh, My website is (laughs) duplicatemyself.com. That's so perfect. (laughs) That's what I want to be for all small business owners. Um, And my radio show's on there. Uh, Tips for entrepreneurs and small business owners. I'm constantly putting tips on there and then links to all my social channels because um if you know people are like well what do i need to do for this or what do i need i said just follow me and then just you know look at all the tips i have on my blog and that even just that you know it's like my my uh um co- she wasn't my coach she was my mentor and said you need to write a book i said i i don't like writing i said but <laughs> if i just sprinkle my stuff out there right i'm helping a lot of people even if i didn't write a book <laughs> you could probably pull together all those sprinklings and it would make a little book <laughs> <laughs> that's right thank you so much for yeah. having me uh thank you so much for being here and being willing to share your story and your wisdom. And you're such a gem. And I know the listeners can't see you, but your smile just lights up the room. And it was awesome to hang out with you. And um, yeah, everybody check out what she's doing. Kelly, you are such a gem. And you're such a professional at everything that you do. So thank you for being in my life. And everybody have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Differently. I hope it stirred your thinking and I invite you to take one inspired action from something that stood out to you. If you want to hear more conversations like this, hit follow on your favorite podcast app. And if this episode could impact someone you know, please share it and pass it along. Remember, new episodes drop weekly. See you next week.